Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of BRPO, hashtag figuring it out. Um, my name is Mehaki Wamboy and I am half of uh, the We Are Fear duo. Leah is behind the camera, <laughs> helping us um, keep things on track. Um, but before we get started, I hope you enjoyed our previous episode. If you haven't already, make sure you follow us on all our socials, we underscore R underscore feel. Alright, so... <laughs> As you can see, we have a guest on set, um, and I'm really kind of excited about this episode because I really want to hear um, some of the wisdom that we will get today um, on the topic that we will discuss. But before we get started, I will sort of introduce him, and then he can go ahead and introduce himself. So on set, we have Valentino Shimani, a close friend of Leah and myself. Um, he's a software engineer and also an entrepreneur, but most of all, He's a full-time dad. So, yeah, welcome. Welcome Thank to VFU. Thank you very much. I uh, will let you introduce yourself. Yes. Like, other than what I've said, who is Valentino Shimani? Yes, I think you've done it justice. Um, I am Shimani Valentino. I am a full-time dad uh, to a six-year-old uh, son. Um, I do software engineering. I do business. And largely that is me. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on board. Thank you for having me. Uh, so just from that context, um, I think you already have caught on to what we will discuss because our topic today or our conversation today is around fatherhood. And we thought it best to have a dad on set. So we are really excited to just hear his perspective, um, his story about being a dad, and hopefully you'll be able to get one or two things that you can also take into your journey as you navigate fatherhood or even your spouse who is getting into um, fatherhood. So I think we can kick it off. How are you feeling about the episode? Um, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I think I've been watching you guys for a while. Besides, you're my friend. So this is going to be exciting. Uh, yeah. Yes, definitely. Whew, okay, let's get into the bit of it. But I think the first thing is just understanding or you taking us through the journey of when you realize you're going to be a dad, like how you process that whole, you know, when you're told, oh, I'm pregnant, I'm, you're going to be a father. How did you process that whole journey from being like you on your own to now taking care of a whole human being? Yeah, well, I, I would say that um, I was much younger than I am now. So um, that came with, you know, a mountain of responsibility as to what a dad means to someone. Mm. And taking care with all the wishfulness I had then of what defines an amazing dad, I think it came with a lot of uh, burden, I would say, mm. hoping that I turn out to be an amazing one. You know, yeah. I think that's the very first thing that hit. As soon as you realize that um, you would be responsible for someone, you know, it gets it gets interesting when you're the one being uh, sent home to call your parents. But it doesn't sound so funny when your parent, you are the parent who is being called. <laughs> so you know, all these things play play across, yeah. and thoughts of appreciating the parents you have quickly kick in mm -hmm. because soon enough you realize that there's someone who will be looking up to you as a dad. Yeah. Yeah. Did you at any moment like panic? Like was there a sense of panic that, you know, where, where maybe the tools that you already have might not be enough? I, I think I would say yes, but as soon as I tapped into the people around me, you know, as soon as I became a bit more open to discuss that, you know, to some of my friends and family that, yeah. you know, um, I'm be a dad soon, and it it quickly eased um, how 
I approached the whole concept because suddenly it felt like, you know, there are people who have done this before. Some of yeah. my siblings are already that. So it wasn't such a big problem when they told me, you know, it, it's okay. Like, nothing is going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's such a positive thing that you leaned into your community. Because yeah. most of the times you find that it's difficult for men to share some of the things they are going through with an, a perspective of getting advice. Definitely. So I think it's a really positive thing that yeah. even though this was new for you, you were like, let me lean on these people who have already done it. Yes. That's really positive. All right. So how has being a dad now changed your perspective of life? Because then you were young, yeah. you know, moving around these streets, and then yeah. whoop, you're a dad. So how has that changed your perspective of life? Yeah. Uh, well, I like how you say poof. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I would say first of all, it's uh, as I said, it's now a six-year-old child. Mm-hmm. But looking back between the first years to where he is now, yeah. right now we can say he's now my friend. You know, like we are we are pretty close. Uh, we pretty talk with, with you know referencing plans and things we can't do today. Maybe we'll do some other time. Yeah. But looking at it uh, a bit a bit back as to how this journey has changed me i think it's from that point of realizing that you know now um whatever you make is not only for you so you need to be a bit more thoughtful you don't want to be a father whose child is sent home all the time for peace you don't want to be the dad whose child is not smartly dressed you know i am so happy when you know whenever we we hang out and my son tells me Dad, I, I think this is cool. This feels cool. Yeah. And I'm like, spoils, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think that has changed my perspective a lot with regards to life. So first of all, I'm a bit more careful. I'm a bit more careful of trying to raise someone to be independent early enough. You know, yeah. trying to give a child some of the tools that will help them navigate. Mm. And And I know it's funny when you talk about these tools to a six-year-old, but I am cognizant of the fact that life happens, you know? And for any parent, whenever you're raising a child, I think it's important to think about it, you know? When something happens and I can't be here every single day, will they be okay? And what excites me about that, I think it's every stage of life comes with its fair share of things to teach a child. So, you know, respect, speaking up, some of those small things can go a long way in helping a child to navigate even when you're not there. And uh, the other interesting thing, I think now I believe more because I'm not with him every place, but the fact that, you know, life has to continue, he needs to do a few things on his own. You, you know, you make a prayer and wish that he'll be fine. And when you meet again, you constantly tell this child, you know, like, I, I wish you well even when I'm not with yeah, so I think it's changed my perspective a lot, um, and that would be what he's doing to me directly. I also think he's changed a lot around how I view my father, you know? Yeah, so I think that's, that's also a lot. You, and um, yeah, so I got a son who I think mirrors a lot from some of the things that I do. And I think once you get to that point, then you really start to appreciate the father figures who have been there in your life. I like that because I feel like what you've said is conscious parenting. Yeah. Because you've talked, and these are some of the things that um, <laughs> I don't think I've seen that growing up. Yeah. I don't think I've experienced that conscious parenting in terms of 
like from a dad perspective yeah. um which is really i guess i, I think i know appreciate more how you're raising them yeah. with that kind of human being and i've had you talk about things like looking out for him even at moments when you you know like, like you might not be there 100% yeah. but giving the, him the tools he needs to be able to take care or to even like navigate this world or interact with other people yeah i'm just out of curiosity when do you think you would be able to introduce the concept of him managing his money or like saving because you know sometimes we we get kids where when they see money they're like oh ni buy a or buy me things have you started introducing that aspect of money is not just to be spent yeah. but it's something they can like invest or something around yeah so i i like this question because it's two sided so one um uh, my son dom has a perspective that dad has this credit card that doesn't run out so it's it's very wow. interesting but <laughs> when 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 you give him actual cash he knows it's finished like it's getting finished mm. so we've been with him to places where he promised everyone you know my dad has this credit card that doesn't run out mm-hmm. and i'm like dom that does, doesn't work like that but i think the the concept that you give a card and you get the card back the way it was yeah. to him it's a bit foreign mm-hmm. however um i like the second part of it because um i've been keen to see how he you know understands the concept of money yeah. and the most important thing to him um i would say most of the time besides dressing up and feeling cool is having toys so there what i've been doing with him and now i think we have an understanding is that he'll always have a budget so he'll walk into a supermarket and i'll tell him you know this toy will cost like you know 2 dollars or this is the much it will cost um he hasn't grasped the whole concept of numbers yeah. so let's say maybe it's like 2000 shillings for a toy he'll come back with toys like that how much is like is this okay then i'm like but this is 3 and he's like oh so it's higher i'm like yeah then he goes again and you like know yeah. yeah so slowly he starts um having the idea that money is a resource that can be used to purchase something mm-hmm. so i am happy because of course we'll get mad at each other yeah. on the on the alleys about you know dad but i really wanted it but i'm like you know if you if you buy this toy the remote control car the batteries cost this much yeah. so it's beyond your budget so what's the plan you know mm-hmm. and and it's it, you're challenging him it, it's packs very interesting conversations yeah yeah sometimes he's been a bit corny yeah so he's told me like no dad i know this is my budget but uh, a friend of mine doesn't have toys and i was like okay you make a lot of sense then after we bought he said uh, but i won't give it fully to him he'll be playing while returning to me i was like okay now okay. i know <laughs> he might be loaning it like i'm giving it to you for a certain amount of money uh, yeah could be <laughs> so yes Okay, that's interesting. I like yeah. that you've broken that down with yeah. actual cuz I've had that story before and I'm glad you've shared it with um everybody else kind of just listening. Yeah. Um I think my next question would be around um what fatherhood means to you. Yeah. Personally, I know we've touched on some of the aspects of it, yeah. but if somebody came and asked you, Shimani, what does fatherhood mean to you? Yeah. What would you say? My simplest definition would be that uh for me fatherhood has made me feel like I'm a custodian of someone for a period of time. Mm. I am myself as they are finding themselves. So I am not hung on the fact that 
you know, it's purely my responsibility to watch this person grow. Yeah. But I know I have a period of time where I need to hone some specific skills in this individual to be good for themselves. Because that's the most interesting thing. At least sometimes I look at it like that. When, when someone tells you, you know, you're going to be a father, it comes with a lot of pressure. But when we simplify the fact that, you know, the most important things, you know, be it health, you know, um, a child who is normal, those are things that are beyond, yeah, you know, things that you can do as a dad. So the more you think about some of these things around fatherhood, I think for me is just being an enabler. You know, being there, guiding a child and honing them with skills that they can survive by themselves. Mm. Now in the process, different people would approach it in various ways by being harsh. Yeah. Others would approach it by being a friend. Um, and, and now when I got a child, I more or less understood how people approach it differently. You know, we come from African families where the role of a dad is to instill discipline. Yeah. And how to instill discipline is largely by, you know, caning, mm -hmm. threatening, you know, those things. But interesting enough, you can also instill a lot of care, thought and discipline by being a friend with your child. There are a number of times, let's say, um, Dom has told me, you know, Dad, I can't do this because it won't make you happy. And I think for me, those are the moments I'm happiest the most than telling him, you know, if, if you do this, then you're going to be pinched. Yeah? yeah. So I think those for me make me feel like even when I'm not there, it's something that you'll consciously think about yeah. and be like, you know, this might not make my father happy. So that makes me happy. And um, so, so when I look at that whole spectrum of fatherhood, I feel like it isn't difficult. It is simple. Um, it's just like some time you have with someone to help them to be the best version of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. And I'm taking something out of that to yeah. ask another question yeah. and I hope you don't mind. Yeah. Um, you talk about um, when they do, when they, are, when they say that they don't want to do something because they know you wouldn't be happy. Yeah. But where do you draw the line between raising them to be in a, like conscious in that regard but yeah. also not to be people pleasers, not to be doing something because it would make somebody happy even if it, it's hurting them. How do you put that balance? Yeah, so I, well that's a very interesting question and I think it's a deeper one. So one, one I would say that um, some of the things that I see in my son, that I see in myself, they're easy to pick. So if, for example, um, he, if he fails to speak up where I feel he should speak up, I always call him out. I always ask him, you know, why are you quiet? Yesterday you slept so early, is everything okay? He's a six-year-old child. But sometimes he'll tell me, Dad, it's fine. Or he'll tell me, I was also happy about something. Or there was something I wanted to tell you, but I didn't know how you'd take it. Mm -hmm. and, and it's funny because this is a six-year-old child, yeah. yeah? But whenever we have these conversations, for me, I look at them as a whole human being. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I, I call them out. Or there are even instances where children will be children and they'll fight for something more. And as a parent, you are not too sure how to react. You, know, you want yeah. your child to show that they are determined to get what they want. At the same time, you also want to teach them that it is, you know, good to be considerate. So I yeah. think some of those things are usually uh, waited out and have a conversation with him, you know. Yeah. Um, telling him some of the things that should not be maybe negotiable, 
if it's from character, mm. you know. Um, so slowly instilling those things in them. Yeah. As simple as even if you're on the wrong, learn to say sorry first, but always explain your side of the story. And these are some of the simple things that even me, he'll call me out sometimes and say, Dad, but I think you're being unfair. Wow. Then I'm like, how am I being unfair? And that conversation can go to a point I say, you know, yeah, I think you're right. Or it could be like, you know, things change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's exciting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I have to say that some of these things are just like Greek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 know, Greek. I know from like an yeah. you know, African parent. Exactly. I, actually, it's good to put a disclaimer that we've never done these things with my dad. Yeah, because yeah. actually I want to kind of understand yeah. like how he's raising you, influence how influenced you now as a dad yeah. like how did how he raised you like how, what role did it play yeah. in your journey um, in your fatherhood journey yeah yeah i think um i would i would pick on the things that i saw when i did that my dad was most excited about mm-hmm. and for example if, if it was performing very well in school like does do that you know like He'll brag about it. He'll yeah. say, this is my child. And, and for me, I was like, you know, being excellent in something is really good. Um, and I think largely drove me towards trying to be excellent in the things I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my, my, my dad dresses really well, and I think it's gone through. Oh. We used to be a politician, so I yeah. guess. So it goes all the way through to my son. So when I see these things in him, I'm like, okay. Oh, That's okay. Mm, I see. Okay. Yeah. So I think um, I, I would tap into like some of those things. Um, my dad, uh, I would say, we couldn't negotiate on almost anything. You know, it was my dad's way the or the highway. <laughs> and, and some of those things that happened in a way shaped maybe to a good side or a bad side, how mm-hmm. I turned out to be. So it took a bit of time for me to get to a point where I would say, you know what, it, it's okay to respectfully speak up even if this is an older person yeah you know i'm not being disrespectful i'm just you know putting a point across mm. you know because my biggest worry was like there'll always be older people than you does it yeah. mean like you should never say um so i think that for me made, made it very conscious that as i'm raising this child i want them to know that you can respectfully speak your mind yeah without being you know punished for it. Mm, so, so you're yeah. like picking up what you did yeah. and like turning it. Yeah. Okay. And also safe to say that um, some of the things that I also do have been an accumulation of other father figures around me. Mm, yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't uh, only say that, you know, I, I only picked this from my dad and that's exactly how I'm raising or not raising my child. Yeah. I think it's an accumulation of other things I saw, yeah. you know. Um, some, some interesting stories are like when I went to high school and um, there are some dads who came, you know, they did the side hug with their sons and I was mm. like, oh, people do these things, you know? It's weird. Oh, yeah, right? I was like, it's very strange. And, and now when, when, when I look at them and they're like close friends to me, yeah. then I'm like, I don't think that there's like one way of doing this fatherhood thing. You just need to make it enjoyable and you need to, as I said, guide this person in the best way. I really enjoy like just hearing you talk about yeah. that journey, yeah. and I feel like it's cause for I haven't had a stable father. I ha- actually, I haven't had a father 
young growing up because yeah. I've, I've interacted with different um, people growing up because yeah. of that journey of parenting, um, mostly with my mom. So yeah. I've, even on Father's Day, I used to tell my mom about Father's Day because yeah. she was doing just the bodily yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on both roles. Yeah. But that aspect of being able to hug my mom, tell my mom I love you, that yeah. started when I grew up. Yeah. Like during uni and after uni, and even now is when I'm able to have honest conversations with her. Because yeah. now I'm more conscious of I can like tell her she's wrong. Yeah. But it's, it's happening now. Yes, yes. So the fact that you're teaching your son to start practicing that earlier on, I think it would really help him <laughs> along the yeah. journey further, further along. Because yeah. there are things that he won't have to deal with or work on yeah. um, when he grows up. Because he will have already have uh, like a better foundation yeah. in regards to that, which is something I really appreciate. Yeah, I think I, I, I hope that for him too. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm usually, um, there's, this, there's this prayer, I think there's, there's, there's something that says, you know, like, may he grow in favor and, mm. you know, like, and stature or stature, something like that. I, I, I usually like that a lot because in a way it, it maybe reduces the role of a parent to something achievable to make you feel like, you know, as he goes out and comes back in, the role of being, you know, yeah. taken with favor is actually beyond you as a dad. Mm. Yeah? So sometimes you just wish these things for them. Yeah. Um, and, and, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I believe in the power of speaking positive or yeah. speaking life or speaking prosperity into your son yeah. Yeah. or your daughter. I think a parent holds a lot yeah. and a lot of power. Because when we read the book, this book we usually refer to what happened to you. Yeah. Everything that has made a human being what they are in their adult, yeah. um, adult life stems from what they experienced as a child. Yeah. So that foundation and also you speaking it and he hears you talk about it. Yeah. Like even as you go to school, I hope you have a good day. That kind of um, speech yeah. also influences him. So, yeah. Yeah. So far, so good. How are you feeling about? Great, great. Actually, yeah, I think okay. yeah. I think talking about Dom is something I yeah, can do I for real. Just, <laughs> just yeah. yeah, I'm trying to, to control all the examples. <laughs> Maybe you can share with us what are some of the joys of yeah. um, fatherhood, even as we talk about some challenges thereafter. Yeah. What are some of the key things or key joys you you are taking? Like every day you're waking up and just just thinking this aspect of fatherhood. Well, I think there are quite a number. Just to pick a few would be that one, some of which you already talked about, instilling some skills in them and seeing them practicing it, mm. even with the other children. Yeah. You know, so when you tell uh, your child, learn to share, and you give them something, and the first thing they do is to share with people, mm. you really feel excited about it. Yeah. Yeah, because that's like instant feedback. You know, like... Uh, yeah, I, at least he's normal. <laughs> like your product went to the market. Exactly. It. Yes. <laughs> okay. Which which feels really good. I think yeah. that's one. Um, the other thing which I really like is, I I like the idea that he likes feeling good. He mm. understands the concept of feeling good from let's say dressing. So there are times when like um, we picked clothes and then he was like, but but this color that doesn't go with his shoes. Wow. And I like okay that's nice but. As even if that happens, 
I'm also usually very cognizant of the fact that sometimes there's luck. So, again, mm. if I'm in a good mood, I'll say, okay, fine. Which one do you want us to pick? <laughs> <laughs> the other times, I'll just be like, but, but don't, you know, those shoes are okay. Yeah. Like, we, uh, and, and, and it's, it's never, it has never been, you know, that point where it throws a tantrum to say this shoe or this, or not, mm. you know, and I'm like, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, that's so, actually a very good thing. Yeah, so, like, it's, it's purely that. Like, there's, there's something interesting that I also want to share with you. So, mm-hmm. there was a time that I wanted to instill an idea of planning in him. So, I kept telling him, you know, uh, I, would, I would pick him in, from school sometimes on Fridays and be like, you know, the plan for today is we'll do one, two, three things. Then mm-hmm. he say, okay, Dad, and uh, where does this fit in the plan? Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, oh, so you had some plans. Okay, what do you want to do then? And we kept doing this for a couple of times we met. And then one day I told him we are going somewhere else. Then he just said, but that was not the plan. Wow. And I was like, that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> Called you out. I was like, I'm like plans change. Then I was like, but that, that, that doesn't fair. Yeah, you're and missing I, it. I, I know, out. yeah. So I think those are some of the, like, the small things. Just telling him or teaching him something, then seeing it back to you. I think that's like one of the amazing things. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like I think having conversations and feeling like he's following through. You know, um, the funniest thing that I think sometimes you know you'll be called in school for a missing I don't know jumper or sweater. Yeah. So I was with him with a teacher, and then I, I told him, Dom, you know, like as a dad, I'll come for these things, but things that I come for that really make me happy is like when you do really well. In and, and he, told, he took it to heart. And I was like, if you change your writing, you finish your homework, those things make me so happy. But it doesn't mean that when you do bad things, I won't come to school. Yeah. But it won't mean that I'll come with the biggest smile. You know? Yeah. So he understands that dad will always come. But he also understands that some of the things that he does, if they're not good, they might not be, you know, celebrated. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. I feel like I should be taking notes. Leah, are you taking notes? <laughs> okay. Um, what, are, what are some of the challenges? Yeah. I think the biggest for me, some of the challenges whenever you're raising a child stems from points where as a parent you feel you can't come through for them. You know? So if your child is sick, the most you can do is take them, take them to hospital. Yeah. You know, you can't fast track the healing process. Mm. And I think that comes with a lot of humility for you as a parent, and also, you know, besides making sure if, if it's a fever that they attended to and those things, but I think that's like one of the biggest challenges, I would mm. say, you know. Um, I am I am thankful to God that he continues to provide, yeah. so I, he, he gets at least what he needs, I would say, not, not everything he wants, yeah. but at least what is needed, and I think for me, um, that is super important, stemming also from how I grew up. Um, I've always cherished the fact that I, w- I wish my child to have the most he needs, you know, to 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 be able to be successful in life. Yeah. Because uh, I wouldn't say I grew up with everything I needed, mm. not even wanted, but yeah. everything I needed. Yeah. And and something just to to take us a bit back when you're talking about your mom, I think it stems also a lot for me, because yeah. I think I tapped most of the things I'm doing now my experience with my mother yeah 
So yeah, mothers do a lot of amazing yeah, I things. I think they, they really, they really put a lot of effort. Sometimes yeah. it's not always what somebody. Sometimes it's not always what the child needs. Yes. But from a mother's or a parent's perspective, yeah. that is what they recognize that was the child needs. Yeah. So I really think that's one of the things I really appreciate my mom. And even as you're talking about how um, you teach um, Dom about all these things that he should like um, have even as he grows up, I feel like in a way I'm, I'm remembering my younger sister and maybe subconsciously or like at the back of my mind I'm trying to be attached to her. Because yeah. some of the things that you say yeah. that you try and have conversations with her, that's something I really try. The last resort for me is usually like spanking her, or yeah. that's usually my last, last yeah. resort. Yeah. But I try to have this conversation with her, te- take her to the things she likes to do, yeah. learn myself, know she loves pizzas. Yeah. So if that's what she wants to eat, that's what we we'll take her to yeah. do. We give her that permission of her saying, this is what she would like to do, yeah. and then we let her do it. Because yeah. from how we grew up, yeah. it's either mom's way yeah. or the highway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was no perspective of Okay, Rita wants to do this. Yeah. Okay, let her do this. Yeah. Right now is when I'm seeing my mom open up. Yeah. My sister wanted to pursue being an air hostess. Yeah. I did not think that yes. my mother would agree. Yeah. Because for my career choice, there was no conversation. So I really love hearing how you are raising a conscious child yeah. who can make decisions or who you are empowering to make decisions on their own. Yeah. Because it will reduce the amount of self-work <laughs> he has to do later on. Just you, you, you say something actually really interesting because... Yeah. There's a time I had that, you know, how can um, siblings who have been raised by the same parents turn out differently? Mm. And, this, and the simple answer with re, which really fascinated me was they said that no sibling I ever raised by the same parent. Yeah. They are raised by parents at different stages of their life. Mm. Yeah. 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 I can see. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Uh, I think maybe you mentioned some of the things that Dom is initiating, yes. like planning. What are some of the things when you see him do or you see him say you're like, that's me? Oh, yeah. okay. You can start with the positives and then you can let us know what's that oh, yeah. kind of negative trait you're like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so one thing, um, I, I like that Dom has picked a habit of, I would say, working hard. Mm. <laughs> okay. I don't know whether he fully understands the what that means. Yeah. But there's times when you would call him, like, you know, you're trying to have a conversation on phone and he'll say, Dad, can I call you back? I'm, I'm a bit busy. Then I'm like, but what are you doing? It's like, it's like I'm finishing my homework. I'm just as busy as you are. Wow. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. Like, and I, I actually like, yeah, yeah, because now he tells me the things he sees and he knows that, you know, Dad needs to do some things mm. so that I am comfortable, so that I, yeah. I I wear cool clothes. So when you sit with him and you tell him, you know, um, I'll come watch, you know, the last two episodes of this nice cartoon you have, yeah. because I'll be caught up with some work. Then he understands the concept. Mm. And when when we finally have that moment to catch up on something, he'll rewind to like three episodes that I missed and say, now this part. You know, oh. which which is like really really cute, and and for me those are like things I can I can never, you know, like put a price. On. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's that would be one. Two, I think it's you know, uh, I think it's like dressing well, 
showing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that he does really well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> funny story. So there's there's a time I think this is purely around you know being uh, subconscious about the things you do. Mm-hmm. So I I went pick some clothes for him, and I had some for myself. Then it so happened that when you go to the car, uh, we were wearing the same clothes. So we had like a jungle jungle green top and some black pants and some gray shoes. So, like truthfully, I didn't know. I didn't yeah. plan this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I told him, look, you're matching. Then he's like, Dad, you picked my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you shocked? <laughs> I'm like, you don't understand that I'm surprised. Like, but you picked my clothes. I said, but are they cool? Like, for sure, they're cool. Wow. <laughs> so those are like some of the nice things, you know, that, that happen. Yeah. I think there are times Dom has found me walking and he would like pick, you know, um, uh, a pen and request for a piece of paper and mm. simply write, I love you, Dad. Oh. Those are like, you know. Seems I, you're killing us. I know. And every time, like, I tell some of my friends who are like, motherhood is hard, I tell them these nice things and they're like, oh. You got the good one. So this is good. <laughs> Yeah, so I think, yes, those are some of the things, like, I think there are a number also. One, I've seen him really care uh, for other children, like, really, really care for other yeah. children. There are times I would go pick him in school, give him snacks, and he taught me something very important. So there's a time I, I would buy, like, you know, crackles and all these things mm-hmm. to take him to school. I take them to school as, as we're leaving, and then he kept calling his friends and sharing. Mm. To a point as a dad, I was like, so what will you eat? Then he's like, but dad, I have one more left. Then wow. I was like, okay. I've also learned something here, yeah. you know. And they also, I'm, I'm sure like many other parents will also speak about things that children teach them. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and that, that for me was also like a moment to, you know, understand. Like, what is this fine line between being too generous and caring enough to have some for yourself? Yeah, other times, you know, like, um, I've seen him forego something for other, some things for other people. Mm. And I usually not only take it as a positive, sometimes I also take that moment for him to learn yeah. and try to understand where he's coming from. Mm. Yeah, now, one of the things that my son has that he purely took from me. Yeah, and you know. <laughs> and I usually, like, now that I'm consciously aware of, yeah. I really try to, you know, push him out of it is he doesn't like to speak up. Oh. Yeah. Like, he's not the best at voicing himself. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, um, now I easily pick at awkward moments of silence. Of silence, rather. When he says, you know, we're having a conversation. Then I'm like, but why are you quiet? Then I have to ask like three, four times. Then he says, okay, but dad does this, you know? Yeah. And that's purely me. Yeah. Um, I, I tend, and I think maybe it also stems from how my dad was. Like, you know, we don't speak, we don't speak back to dad in this yeah. house. And maybe that transcended other places I shouldn't go. But yeah, that, that's the one thing for sure. And how, what are you doing like on yourself? Yeah. Live alone, Dom. Yeah. How are you working on that? Yeah, so first of all, after getting my child and figuring it out that it could be a genetic issue, <laughs> I, was, I, was very, I was very relieved. <laughs> like, finally, I think I'm normal. <laughs> uh, but, but now what happened was, I think I catch myself. Mm. 
um, there are times even with my friends right now that I will ask myself, is this a moment you need to speak up? Because it's easy. I also have a good side why I don't. And I was like, you know, you can never take words back. Yeah. So be thoughtful about the things you say. Know when is the right time to say these things. Mm-hmm. But the older you grow, you get to this point where you realize there might be never a right time, but you yeah. always choose to be respectful as you deliver this this to people. Yeah. So nowadays I catch myself. Like um, I have friends that I would say, you know, like bear with me. Uh, I would have otherwise kept quiet. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is a moment I need to speak. Yeah. You might not agree with me on this, but at least this is what I think about this. Yeah. Yeah. So now, nowadays I make it mm-hmm. a, a, I try to make it a very conscious decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because also you don't want to be this person who is taken out of context, you know. Like, um, I said this and Shimani kept quiet. Does it mean he's okay? Yeah, and it's maddening. Yes. Because you're thinking, did he mean this? Did yeah, he mean exactly. that? So it's like exactly. you, the other person tends to overthink yeah. when you don't share enough. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I like that. And also because when you've talked about how to, um, I'm losing my chain of thought, I'm losing my chain of thought. Yeah, we will get it. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get we it. Hear. We'll catch it. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, yeah, I remember. I was just about to say that um, children learn more from what they see yeah. than what they hear. Yeah. So, and that's why this question was important because mm-hmm. a child imitates what you do. Yeah. A child usually doesn't listen or act out based on what you say. Yeah. Unless it's really something that has really hurt them yeah. or has really left a mark in them so that when you say, you're always talking, that yeah. child might end up being very quiet. True. But then when they see you opening up, standing up for yourself, they're yeah. more likely to imitate than yeah. when you tell them, open up, talk more. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, if you could choose one lesson yeah. or value that you want Dom to carry throughout his life, yeah. what is that one lesson or value that you would choose, and why? Yeah, I, I, I'm, and I think also when when I speak about the things that I wish for him, I think it, it goes a long way being um, an honest person. Mm. You know, a person who will be true even when the times are tough. Yeah, you know? yeah. A person who will be able to candidly, you know, speak their honest truth about things. And uh, why for me this is important, I think it's you you live trying to amass wealth and all these things. Yeah. But at the very end of it all, you just live how you came, you know? Mm. Which which for me is very profound. Like I'd rather you live an honest life and people remember you for being a truly yeah. you know, genuine and honest person. Yeah. So I think for me, I'm happy anytime he honestly tells me something. And I think for me, I will tell him like, you know, people don't need to like you because you've said this honestly. Yeah. But carry it, you know, with your head high, knowing that you did something right. Yeah. So I think yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I'll pray for him more if he decides to be a lawyer. The ghetto. <laughs> the very ghetto one yeah. decides to be these lawyers that have NGOs and stuff. But it might yeah. be him. Yeah. But I think oh, he, would, he would be a good lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. I hope. 
And also, I hope he doesn't watch this podcast at 17. I, I hope he watches it. I really hope he watches <laughs> and it. Because this, be this might be a very good gift for okay. you. Like even for Father's Day. Yeah, when you're dedicating something to him. This yeah. is it. This is the gift. I'll try to see if he'll watch this with me. Oh, yeah. But then we'll, we'll see what he thinks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think one of the things that I really love that you mentioned, how you live, you, the way you come in is the way you go out. Yeah. And there's something a pastor mentioned in a sermon that we were in in the many unfortunate incidences that we've had in the past half of the year, where he said that it's important for you when you live or when you die, you yeah. die empty. Yeah. So that means if you're dying empty, you have left everything. You have passed on, like you've passed over your skills, yeah. your personality. Like, say, for example, for your son, he, yeah. he has gotten so much from you. Your friends have gotten so much from you, from you such that even when you leave, Dom still has other people he can tap into that are a reflection of him, which I think yeah. is pretty, it's pretty solid to have. Yeah. Um, I'm aware we have five minutes. Um, <laughs> done really well. Oh, such a short conversation. We'll have you back, yeah? Yeah, yeah, depending on the topic. I'm happy to talk. Yeah, we can talk about Dom again. As clearly, you, you see that I stem from a dad who was a politician. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can close out with um, one more question. Yeah. Because I'd really want you to share um, to those dads, somebody who just found out today he's going to be a dad, you know, yeah. or somebody who has been a dad but they haven't known how to do it yeah. um, in a way that maybe for them would be better. You know, somebody who had a very traumatic experience growing up. Yeah. How um, or what would you advise such a person as they get into fatherhood? Yeah. I think that's, that's a profound question with maybe many answers but the, the, the biggest one which I will largely stem from my own experience is that it is a beautiful experience for you to experience a younger version of yourself mm. that's, that's the first thing you know yeah. like it's usually fascinating when, when, when a baby comes and everyone is like are the eyes yours? is yeah. this your nose? you know and the same thing also happens later when traits start coming out and they're like this is more like the father, this is more like the mother. And, and from that basis, it lessens, you know, the grasp of what a dad means. Yeah. It simply means that you've been given this amazing blessing of being present in someone's life. And, and as, I'll just like, you know, underline again, present. You know, it, it's super important as a father, no matter the circumstances, to always be present for your child, yeah. you know. And, and that is for sure something that, you know, maybe, not maybe, I, I would say not naively, is affordable, you know, presence. Yeah. I don't mean, you know, I showing agree. up with, you know, the biggest of toys and those things. I just mean being present. Um, these are things that maybe a child will live for a really long time remembering the small things they did mm. with their parents. So particularly for dads, I know, like, there's this whole notion, you know, they usually say this, uh, now I have a child, you know, I need to work more. You know, it happens. Because yeah. I think most of the men have grown up purely with the idea of being a provider. Yeah, true. And, and, and providing doesn't necessarily mean putting food on the table. It also means providing time. Mm. So spare some time, be yeah. with this child. You know, bond, um, see the things that he's speaking for me that you don't like and correct those things. 
mm. don't don't be this parent who says you know uh, i don't know what happened to my child at, yeah. at like 21 year old when when, you, when you're trying to you know wonder you know and who is this yet the whole time that you're supposed to be there to shape their character yeah you are preoccupied by other things then number two would be that it first of all is recognizing that this is a place you know um so cherish it um number three would be that you would be a dad forever but the times that you get a lot of influence are not many years yeah yeah i i i really hope that with everything i do every single day dom one day would you know say i want to go celebrate christmas with my father mm. you know like when they get yeah. to this point where they can choose where to be but they feel like being with my dad is amazing for yeah. this year i think it will make me so happy and and i i don't want to be oblivious that you know children who do that now with their parents is that they do that just because they are their parents i feel like it's because of the time and the good memories you created together so i think and then um, the fourth one mm-hmm. which i think would be the last we just to say that don't feel burdened uh raise your child in the values that you know you hold dear with a deep understanding that you're just instilling skills yeah. that they should be able to survive when you're not. Uh, if, if you get a chance to be blessed with a child who can be independent at some point, then don't waste away the years where you need to instill characters that will mm. spur them to be independent. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. I don't know if I can add anything. I'm just like, oof, mic drop. But I am so humbled just to be able to listen to your story and listen to your perspective about fatherhood in like with fresh eyes, which is really just humbling, just to say the least. And I really hope even you as you approach fatherhood, you will do that conscious parenting. Yes. Oof. Yeah. All right. Oof. Okay. Hi, thank you so much. <laughs> for watching. I really hope you enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so, so much for making time. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And of all the podcasts I've ever done, I'm happy that this I did with my friends. This is my first podcast. podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I really, really hope you enjoyed the conversation. Please reach out. Tell us what your thoughts are. If you're getting into fatherhood, what is one thing you've picked from this conversation that you hope you would be able to carry forward on your journey? If you have not experienced fatherhood or you've grown up and not had this kind of perspective, let us know how your journey has been like and what are some of the things that you hope, um, even as you have your own children, you would like to pass on. But thank you for watching the episode and we hope to see you on the next one. Follow us across all socials, we underscore R underscore feel. And that's a wrap. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. I know, I'm like, a doctor. <laughs> <laughs>